Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Welcome in. Kathy Emmons from the Word FM studios. And yet, this time without John, John has, as I said online today, flown the nest. He's gone on vacation. He didn't care what we thought, Mike. He didn't ask us if he should go on vacation or no, could go on didn't. vacation. He just disappeared. Sad. That was it. Sad about that. He didn't I even sad. invite us. I know. He never invites us anywhere. All those parties he has at his house, we're never there. Are you there? No. Oh, okay. I'm a I thought sad for a moment it. you had it. Like, there was like a pause, and I thought, oh my gosh, he's inviting you and not me. I just, I'm just, just beside myself. I don't know what to say anymore because I just feel like I'm losing a friendship. <laughs> Friday on the ride home with John and Kathy. Um, welcoming into the studio, Vince Burens. Vince, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am so glad to be here, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Vince is the president and CEO of the Coalition for Christian Outreach. I am. That's true. Yes. And over the next hour, we're going to talk about higher education. We're going to talk about college students. We're going to talk about all sorts of things. But before we do any of that, we have some very important things to take care of. Mike. Yes. May I be the first person to tell you? Yes. Your weekend has begun. Oh, Yes. That's highbrow music, Mike, for a Friday. Sure is. Why do we have such highbrow music? Hold on one second. I just got to take a sip of this tea here. Okay. You've already blown it. That's incredible. Yeah. You've already blown it. Oh, no. Vince, are you taking some tea as well? I am. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to take some tea. My mug is better than yours. I don't know how to drink tea on radio, so Clearly hopefully not. I did it well. Oh, you, you can't even see what I'm drinking. Do you see what my... my t- oh, it's a Downton Abbey mug. Yes. Lovely. It is. Thank you. Now, the reason we're drinking tea, of course, as a as a, um, a different kind of a takeaway than what we normally do on a Friday, is we are saluting uh, President Trump meeting today with the Queen of England for tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what kind of tea do you like, Kath? Well, I like any kind of tea, Mike, because you know I'm a big tea drinker. I'm kind of a tea snob. Yeah. Uh, the tea I'm currently drinking is Blackberry Sage. Mm. It's made by the Republic of Tea. Wow. It can be purchased at Presta George in the Strip for, wait for it, fifty four ninety five a pound. <laughs> that is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a sip. Mmm. 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 Vince, what are you drinking? I am... Uh, Drinking a very proper tea. What is that tea? Out of a styrofoam cup. Oh. Uh, that is Trader Joe's jasmine tea mm-hmm. that I'm going to guess that sells for fifty four ninety nine for about 700 pounds of it. Sure. Okay. How is that tea? It's delicious. Okay, great. All I ever dreamed it would be. Okay. And Mike, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the generic Lipton iced tea. Oh. Regular. Boring. And how is it? It's it's not bad. You know, I added a little not bit good. of half and half to it. But yeah, it's not it's not great. It's not fifty four dollar tea here. No. You know. But you're wise enough to drink iced tea on a ninety two degree day while Amen, Kathy brother. and I are drinking no, very warm tea. Actually yes. I'm drinking iced tea too. Oh my goodness. So yeah. this is like bake the new guy. <laughs> Enjoy your hot tea, buddy. Keep sweating. Thank you. Sorry, pal. Sorry, Vince. Sorry, pal. <laughs> It's tea and TV today on the ride home with John and Kathy. So none of us know what happened, how it went with the president and the queen. And of course, you know, at, at, at our darkest moments, we fear for the worst. Yes, that is true. Because you just can't. Wouldn't you have loved to have been a fly on the wall? <laughs> I mean, what in the world? What in the world was that like? I hope they talked about the World Cup match. When you told me we were going to talk about England as a football fan, mm-hmm. as I am, I thought we were going to talk about the 
right. day of mourning that's happening. Right. Okay. So they're in the final. I mean, they're not in the finals because they lost to Croatia. That is correct. Is in that the correct? semifinal. Right. Okay. In extra time. Mm. And was that sad? Were you oh. rooting for the UK? Yes. I was rooting for England. Okay. It's not the UK. It's just England in the World Cup. That is Cup. correct. It's only one of the countries. There can be multiple. So Ireland has a team. Northern oh, Ireland has a team. Okay. The Wales may even have a team. Uh, but Crazy only moment. England... Uh, had advanced so far, and they've mm. made it to the semifinals for the first, first time. time in decades. And uh, all of England was there, and all of England is now there? mourning. You know, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Mick Jagger was there. They well, showed Mick Jagger multiple times. Well, then, I mean, essentially, <laughs> right? For crying yeah. out loud, it's the same I mean, thing. the king. The king was there. <laughs> They're about the same age. <laughs> yeah, that's, about, that's actually probably true. <laughs> actually. Okay, now you're a soccer player. So this is yeah. like the, you're at the like forefront of your life's dreams watching I am. this. Yeah, I mean, World Cup month every four every four years is kind of, you know, it's a national holiday or at least in the mm-hmm. Buren's household. So right. my daughter and I, who both love soccer dearly, mm-hmm. watch as many games as we can and kind of text each other back and forth and talk about it. And it's it's been amazing. But it all comes to an end this weekend. Consolation game and then the final. And when is the final? On Sunday. Okay. On Sunday, Croatia, France. I'm rooting for Croatia, underdog. I understand. You've yeah. got to go with Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Look at all they've been through. Exactly. Come and on. the French have their cups. This would be so meaningful. Croatia has a you know right. population of like 4 million or something. Exactly. Yeah. French has an open every year. Yeah, for exactly. I mean, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think they need another championship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've never watched a single soccer game. Uh, that is sad. Mm-hmm. Never. However, it gives you a great opportunity. Blue ocean out there for you, Kathy. So you're not, are you one of those Americans who's just kind of anti-soccer and looks no. for reasons not to love it? No, not okay. at all. I'm one of those people that loves all sports. I okay. mean, I, I, am ha- I am happy to learn a new sport. Okay. But I just have never, there's no one in my family that watches it. Like I married into a Canadian family. Okay. So hockey, I, hockey was everything sure. and I already knew hockey. And so it was like, oh my gosh, we were destined to love each other forever. Yes. Because of that. Yes. Right. I don't know anybody other than you, sorry, that loves soccer that much. Really? No. Uh, if you enjoy hockey, you would love soccer. Soccer is really, it takes a little but while. It's, it's so very big. different culturally. It's very big. It's different culturally than what we're used to. You know, we're used to people calling plays in football. The coach calls in to the quarterback. And I love football. Right. Um, coach calls in, calls the plays, play gets executed. Um, soccer players are taught to think. And so there's deep strategy. So it takes a little time to get used to it, which I think most Americans kind of watch it and go, this is unfamiliar. It's weird. They fall on the ground. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they never score. And then they never score. Right. But I would say many Americans love baseball. Yeah, right. And I, and, I love baseball. Right. And I mean, perhaps and, not right now in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, but. right. It's, it's a season of mourning. Exactly. Not just a time of mourning like in England. Um, but if you if you take the time to understand the strategy of baseball, you love it, which is all my friends who love baseball say, sure. just take a little time to understand it and you'll love it. And I right. would say soccer is the same way. There's a reason why it's the world's most popular sport, because people love it. There's what about love. what about those um, those things, the Vuvuzelas? The Vuvuzelas. Yeah. Are they still using those at the World Cup or is it just changed depending on where the final is? It's kind, That's kind of a South American thing. So I was oh. fortunate enough to have a friend who wanted an excuse to go to the World Cup in Brazil and I got to go to the World Cup in Brazil. You did? True story. I was in Natal, Brazil for U.S. Ghana. So I was there because of a good friend who was incredibly generous, who I don't think his wife would let him go unless he had a buddy. Oh, my God. He travels gosh. a lot. So you were like said, the chaperone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, he I said understand. pretty much, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll take you along with me. And I said, okay, great. So did, I went to Natal for a So week. did you learn how to make bring sound out of that thing? I did. Which seems very difficult. It is. And, but it makes that kind of like, bear, oh, my goodness. I, I feel like I'm back in Brazil. There it is. That's, yeah, a, that's an awful sound. You just kind of pucker your lips and go for it. And you make that kind of bizarre sound anyway. So there's not like a good sounding. Yeah, it's, it's really unpleasant. Yeah. 
Okay, good. It's kind of its thing. Will you blow that on uh, Sunday for the final? I will not. Um, because you one, love your family? I love my family. My wife will, probably wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm not really rooting for France or Croatia, though I'd rather see oh, So Croatia. you don't really, I mean, you, you just care. moderately care. Yeah, I You don't really care. care. My my dream was to see Belgium and England and the Oh, isn't that isn't in. that your dream too, that was, Mike, to I see know. Belgium yeah. and England? I believe it. I, many of you were falling asleep going, gosh, just if I'll tell England you one thing. Go. I'd like to see Belgium and England. Yeah. <laughs> this is hurtful. I'm okay, no, wait. So, okay, okay. So, yeah, we'll have to break that down at a future time. Exactly yeah. why Belgium yeah. and England was such a dream of yours. So I'm fine. sorry that you weren't able to realize that. Well, we all have dream- something to aspire toward for 2022 right. in Qatar. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We all have crosses to bear. That's right. It's not Qatar anymore. That's still throwing me. After, well, after the, what, two years ago they announced yeah. it? Yeah, you say Qatar, I say Qatar. That bothers me. Yeah, I don't know what to say. And they need a you. Anyway, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Vince. We're going to talk about higher education, how to love a college student, maybe one that you know in your family and one that you haven't met yet. And also, we're going to start talking about television because the Emmy Awards are out. And we want to hear from you. What are the best TV shows you're currently watching? And we will ask Vince the very same thing. That's coming up next on the Friday edition of The Ride Home. WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com, on ChristianRadio.com, on the next Radio FM chip. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 1.5 WORD. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call one 800 228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. You're a do-it-yourselfer, a backyard shed for your extra stuff. How hard could it be? Until you realize that basic package from the home store doesn't include the shingles. Or the paint, the floors, the ventilation. There's even a charge to cut the lumber. At Yoder's Backyard Structures, you get all that, plus on-site consultation. A structure built to last, delivered fully assembled and placed free, ready to use with a 10-year warranty. So you can do it yourself or do it with Yoder's. Yoder'sBackyard.com When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. 
Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. Hey, Pittsburgh, Calusi Chevrolet in Bridgeville is celebrating like never before. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin, and the team at Calusi has been serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Since 1918, they've been a trusted name for great deals and great service. Right now, during their anniversary sale, they're offering unbeatable deals like over $10,000 in total savings on select Silverado pickups. You can check out all their great deals online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. studio today with Vince Burens. Vince is the president and the CEO of the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Vince, again, very happy that you're here. Great to be here, Kathy. All right. So for people who say, what what the heck is a Coalition for Christian Outreach? I keep hearing about that. Why don't you give us a little blurb about uh, your organization? Sure. Well, we are a college ministry organization that was founded in Pittsburgh in 1971, Mm -hmm. part of the movement of making Pittsburgh as famous for God as it was for steel. And um, the idea that um, the founders kind of came up with was, you know, um, college students, young life was booming in Pittsburgh back then. And um, these young life kids were going off to college and there was no ministry for them. And they said, what if we started a college ministry that actually wove students into the fabric of the local church while they were on campus so they would come back to you know, Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. make it as famous for God as it was for steel. And so we've been in the greater Pittsburgh area and and surrounding since 1971. And about five or six years ago, we were called by a few denominations, the EPC, the Anglican Church of North America, and a few others, leaders in those areas who said, we are trying to reach college students out of our church. Mm-hmm. And collegiate ministry does a great job in some places, but they don't necessarily weave people back in the local church. Would you consider kind of growing with us? And so now we have staff all over the country, 15 16 states, 300, over 300 staff, over 140 campuses. So we're in the process of walking through some of the doors that the Lord's put before us. It's one of my favorite organizations. Oh, thank you, Kathy. It just is. Yeah. It really is. So I'm a product of the CCO. Yes. Um, my, I feel like um, my my life was changed when I went to Jubilee the first time. Mm. Jubilee is the annual event that's put on, uh, now it's at the convention center by the Coalition for Christian Outreach. And, um, you know, for any of you listening who have grown up with a faith, um, whether it was a strong faith, something that was important to your family, or something that maybe you just heard sometime, um, there does come a moment when you find yourself on your own in college when you have to decide whether it's going to be yours or it's going to be something that's just kind of a relic of your past. That's right. And um, I think everybody comes to that day at a different time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the very first day you end up on campus. Sometimes it's a couple years later or whatever it is. Um, I think the thing that I struggled the most with when I was growing up as a Christian, and I did grow up as a Christian. I grew up in the church. I grew up at church a lot of the time. But I felt as if the church was fighting the world. Mm. And I was afraid um, of things, I don't mean afraid like I'm, you know, not able to sleep at night, but I was intimidated is mm-hmm. a better word. Yeah. By, um, science. Yeah. I was intimidated by industry. I was intimidated by art. I was intimidated. And I don't mean that I never went to a museum or I never talked to an engineer, nothing like that. But I mean, as far as my faith went, I felt as if they were warring factions. Yeah. That whatever was going on in the world, whatever was going on in culture was an 
enemy force. And Christians were just kind of trying to hold the fort and trying to be, what, as spiritual as possible. But there was no connection between a life, a vibrant life of faith and any of those areas. Um, And when I got to school, I I, I got involved with a CCO group at the University of Pittsburgh's campus. And I went to Jubilee the first time and my mind was completely blown Mm. because all of a sudden I was surrounded by scientists or engineers or healthcare workers or the first year I was there, I met a guy who wrote for the New York Times. Um, I went to the journalism track. There were people everywhere who were that type of vibrant Christian that I wanted to be. But guess what? They were also fully immersed in the world. They were doing their thing. They were having a career and they saw their career as ministry, that they were an agent of change that Jesus had commissioned, that they were people whose lives were being changed, and that was shown and evidenced by how they did their job. I could not believe that. Yeah. Well, we we start, thanks for saying that, and you know, you should be on the cover of our website at some point. (laughs) Sure, um, just let me know when. I, I, I think our organization starts with the question, is the God of the Bible the sovereign God of the universe? And uh, we think, you know, that the Bible actually communicates mm-hmm. that he is. And if he is, that means there's not, you know, as, as the, the famous theologian once said, right, there's not one square inch of our world and our universe that God doesn't look at and say, that is mine. And if that's true, that doesn't just mean our Sunday mornings. It doesn't just mean our Bible studies. It, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't just mean when we have an opportunity to share the gospel, though those things are incredibly important and we need to do more of, course, of those right. things. But it means every part of our lives. And so um, our way of doing discipleship and our conference is sort of the the sort of external face of that, which is what you're talking about, Jubilee, that's been in Pittsburgh for over 40 years, is saying, what does it look like to understand that I'm going to be a journalist or a doctor or an engineer or, you know, we have a trades ministry as well, a welder mm-hmm. or a carpenter or whatever it might be to the glory of God. Can I do those things in a way that glorifies God, that I can be a co-creator with him in those areas to kind of image um, what he intended initially in Genesis 1 and 2. And so um, that is our vision. That's our hope. We think that's what the Bible says. And so that's why we live into it. But to your point, right, um, there are so many interesting statistics and so many people studying this generation right now. One of the most interesting statistics and sad statistics that I've read is that 53% of 18 to 23-year-olds, so we're talking college-age folks, report being hopeless, 53%. So oh my over, gosh, that is tragic. Yeah, so, that doesn't surprise me, but it's tragic. Yeah, so more than one in two, right? And so, um, and, and I think we're seeing that out with the level of depression. Unfortunately, right. suicide rates amongst college yep. students is as high as we've ever seen them Experimentation in with different types yeah. of sexuality. Exactly. Right, and Ch- so, the fracturing in families. Yeah. Right. And so we back out and say, why is that? Well, we need hope to not be hopeless, right? Pretty simple. So how does one gain hope? Well, I think... Um, being in the society we're in today, we've learned that every other way of trying to experience hope, right? So you said sexuality, materialism, mm-hmm. getting the best job, having the best family, whatever those things are, all worthy causes, none of them bad in and of themselves. Um, uh, but all of those things won't bring real hope, and they certainly won't bring real joy. Only a, a relationship with Jesus will do that. And then in turn, what does it mean to really serve Jesus in the world. And I think as the church, one of the places where we need to grow and our hope is to be a blessing to the church in doing that is saying, what does true hope look like in every aspect mm-hmm. of our life? And that's what we talk with students about. Right. So, and the hope doesn't have to be some kind of theoretical thing. We're talking about a day to day 
hope that changes how you go to school and what you do in class and how you relate to your professors and how right. you think through those things that you're learning and also what you do on Sunday. Right. Okay. Now, the cool thing is um, that the same CCO uh, organization, the same local University of Pittsburgh chapter of it that influenced me so much also did the same thing for you. True story. I yep. mean, the same church, the same group, the whole thing. That's right. And your good friend in college yes. was one of my campus ministers. I mean, can you believe that? No. It's so- I can't believe it. It's really true. Yeah, so my wife and I were both, both uh, my wife became a Christian in college. and right. um, I didn't know your wife did. Yes, she did. Okay. Um, through your friend, Kelly Knapp. That's right. She was I the didn't, one who, I did not know that. Well, I mean, the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah, I mean, Kelly was just, yeah, just Kelly an was agent just of change. Agent. There you got it. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Her sophomore year in college. How about that? Okay, so talk about your experience. So okay. you came to um, Pitt as a soccer player. I did. You were 18 years old. Yep. What were you like? Um, uh, well, I, I, you know, I feel like my wife should be here. She could probably describe that a heck of a lot better and That'd much be less flattering. That's a good segment. We should follow uh, up on that, Mike. Yeah, okay. that's right. That's right. I, I had a mullet. You know, it was 1993, right, so I'm sure I had a mullet and a gold mm-hmm. chain. Um, and I thought I looked amazing. Sure. Uh, but I'm sure it didn't You were work in, the, out that in way. the Italian subculture yeah, of the, the University very of Pittsburgh. Much so. Sure. Um, no, so I came and didn't really know. I'm a first generation college student. And so I didn't really know what to make of my experience, was just trying to kind of live into what I thought was the thing to do. Joined a fraternity, was playing soccer, was trying to figure out what it all meant. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, my senior year in high school, I had had someone reach out to me from a local, from Pleasant Hills Presbyterian Church. I grew up in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Um, a guy named Chris Smith who had reached out to me and taken me to the Pittsburgh Project in inner city Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I had recently kind of committed to to follow Jesus and was trying to figure all that out. And um, the CCO campus ministers kind of walked alongside me. And, and what that meant was um, watching me fail multiple times and watching me make a bunch of really bad decisions and at the same time continuing to invest in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, So they I followed up. They did, very they, much They so. stayed close yeah. to you. It's a weird thing. Like if, if you are a, a college student listening or if you're a parent of a college student listening, it might seem weird to you that you could be on a campus. Like when I went to Pitt, there were, I think there were probably 36,000 students. Sure. There were only two uh, CCO staff workers, mm-hmm. and they followed up with me. Yeah, they followed up with me. They cared enough about an eighteen-year-old kid that they'd never met before yeah. to call me and say, "Hey, do you want to get together for coffee? Hey, can we? You want you know make sure we're doing this thing at the church? Why don't you come?" Yeah, that, there are people that actually do that. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's their heart and their mission and their vision. I mean, we often talk about the college campus in the United States, states being the most uh, strategic mission field in the world. Right. Because the stats would say 25% of leaders, world leaders are studying on college campuses in the United States today. And so I think there are people that have a vision mm-hmm. and a passion for that. And they say, right. you know what? We really want to see culture change for Christ. And how do you do that? Well, you reach people who are young enough that they haven't figured everything out yet. Right. right. Because people like us have figured everything out. Sure. Because we know all it, the We things. know it all. And, um, but they're in a season of life where they're starting to make decisions for themselves, right? As you said, alone on a college campus trying to figure it mm-hmm. out. So you get in that formative moment and you follow up with them and you invite them to really consider what life's all about and, um, what your life is worth living for. What makes your life worth living for? Right. And you went through that process. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, 
It was a process. That's a good way of saying it. How, I'm still how long, in process. Right. Of course, we're all still. I was going to yeah. say, how long did that take? But yeah, we're still in that about process. About 42 but. and a half years, about to hit 43. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Vince Burens. He's the president and the CCO of the Coalition for Christian Outreach. We're going to continue to talk about, uh, about higher education. But we're going to take a break coming up next uh, with the college talk because we want to break and talk about TV. Oh. Emmy Awards came out yesterday. We want to hear what you're watching on TV right now. And we'll ask Vince the same thing. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audit or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. Estate administration isn't something we do on the side. It's the heart and soul of our practice. Any attorney can write a will, but we have the experience to administer your estate plan properly to achieve the goals we all share to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones you love. How you get there is specific to your situation. So let's talk. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, WeatherTech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Isn't crushing candy just boring? Play the hit puzzle game Best Fiends since sweeping the nation. Tired of matching candies? Give Best Fiends a try. It's fun, fresh, and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family. Download Best Fiends for free in the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. High pressure dominating tonight. Mainly clear and quite mild. A low of 68. Hot and humid tomorrow with some sun. A high of 90. Probably to mostly cloudy and muggy tomorrow night, a spotty shower or thunderstorm with a low of 72. And warm and humid Sunday with morning clouds breaking for some sun. You can see another shower or thunderstorm around, especially in the afternoon, will rise to a high of 86 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM.
for joining us on today's Ride Home. John Hall taking a day off, and so I welcome Vince Burens into the studio with me from the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Um, now, when I brought him in, you know, whenever Vince comes in, we usually talk about um, college stuff and college students and all that sorts of thing, because that's your wheelhouse. It and, is my wheelhouse. And of course, today I told him, you know, we're talking about something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. He really liked it. <laughs> because here's the thing. Uh, the Emmy nominations came out yesterday. And um, as I was looking at them, I thought to myself, I don't watch any TV, clearly, based yeah. on what has been nominated, um, what has been nominated this year for the Academy Awards. I mean, it's just, it's, it's outrageous. So, um, the big news this year is that, um, HBO, who previously had had the leader as far as number of people, number of shows that were nominated, actually got knocked down a peg, and now Netflix is the leader. Oh, wow. Okay, so more shows, more actors, more production, more writing nominations from Netflix than from any other network. And it made me think how much things have changed. In fact, I saw this article today that cracked me up. Um, This is an AP story from Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska's last two blockbuster video stores are calling it quits. Wow. Okay. Leaving just one blockbuster open in the United States. Why? Why is there one? (laughs) That's really my question. Not that they're closing, but why are they leaving one? Is it like an Ebenezer? It's like a reminder of something? Do you you want to know where it is? Yeah, please. Do you want to go there? Yeah, sure. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon? Mm -hmm. Of all, I would not have guessed Oregon. Why Bend, Oregon? That is the sole Hold out. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Now, when I think of how often I was in Blockbuster a decade ago. Oh, my goodness. Were you the same way? Absolutely. Oh that was all of my high school and even college years. Yes, exactly. Of going and renting. What video are you going to rent? Right, yeah. right. And they'd have like the, the you know, rent to get one free. Yeah. I mean, I was all about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And Friday then you'd forget night. to return them and then you'd have late fees and there were all kinds of issues. Well, I'd never had that. Oh, I did. Okay. I had a lot of late <laughs> fees. Who am I kidding? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so- it just made me think today how much our viewing has changed. I mean, entertainment is so different than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. I can't get over it. So instead of talking about NBC at the Emmys, we're now, now we're talking about Netflix, right? Yeah. And Netflix, which was dead in the water, what, four or five years ago? Remember mm-hmm. when, you know, they were still doing the, the DVDs going out in the mail and then Amazon was coming on and they were like, oh, you know, Netflix is dead. Netflix is clearly not dead. Incredible. So they have a ton of shows that have been nominated um, this year. Um, 112 Emmy nominations they got this year. So um, my question for you is not Netflix specific, Vince, um, but it is TV specific. I'm wondering, first of all, do you watch TV? Uh, we own a TV, yes. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do, do you turn it on? We do turn it on, yes. Listen, we have a lot of guests. I had Andy Crouch on here. Oh, uh, well, that's a bad... I mean, he just reads books all the time. If you want to feel... It was so discouraging. I know. I got to hang out with Andy last week in did Los you? Angeles. I did. And and when you every time I talk to Andy, I think to myself, uh, he's really smart. Right. And I am... I am Less. Shaming God or something. I don't know. With, with my life. Because Andy is just like amazing. <laughs> well, so I'm I seriously think... I was talking to Andy this day a year ago. It was when the Emmy Awards came out. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Or maybe, no, it must have been two years ago. And I said to him, what are you watching on TV? I mean, it was awesome. He says, you know, I don't, I don't own a TV. <laughs> I mean, it was like, there was the conversation killer. There we go. And right. now we have seven minutes to fill on radio. That's what I thought. So, but then I realized it was Andy Crouch and it yeah, didn't matter. Anyway, yeah. so let's go back. So you watch a TV. I do watch a TV. Okay. We do watch television. Our organization is known for being incredibly culturally relevant. And I can probably not name 
one television show on Netflix. Okay, listen. Let me just tell you the 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 um, TV shows that are heading nominations this year, and see. Okay. Tell me if you've watched any of these. Watched. Okay, I would be proud if I've heard of them. But go ahead. The Handmaid's Tale. No. Orange is the New Black. Got nothing. The Blacklist. Nope. Game of Thrones. Uh, I have heard of Game of Thrones, and I know people who watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Does that count? I like Do I get that. half a point? I like that. I know a person who <laughs> watches it. I know a guy. Okay. Saturday Night Live? Um, I used to watch Saturday Night okay. Live a great deal, but I have young children and can't stay up that late. Of course not. Westworld? No. Uh, the Assassination of Gianni Versace? <clears throat> oh, no, but I think I would want to watch that. Yeah, I heard that's very good. Okay. Atlanta? No. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Nope. Barry? No. The Crown? Uh, my wife and my daughter watch uh-huh. The Crown. They are very committed to The Crown. Okay, very good. My oldest daughter. Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert. Uh, I watched that. Did you? I did see that. Okay. Yes. Oh, see, how do you feel? Like you? Like, I know. I look. feel so proud. This is a great moment. Look, I'm still sort of young. Not really. This that's is great. great. Yeah. Godless. No. Uh, I guess that's good. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I'm very excited is. about yeah. it. Glow. Nope. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> uh, absolutely. No, I do not. The Voice. Um. Every now and again, again, having two daughters, um, that is on in our home every now and again. I can't say that I watch it. Stranger Things. Uh, my oldest daughter, I will say that uh, middle school kids, oh. deeply committed to now, Stranger Have you things. seen it? Uh, no, but I've seen my daughter's eighth grade graduation spoof of it. Does oh. that count? Okay, that's close. It's like I have a friend that watches. That that point. Right. I'll, give yeah, yeah. Right. I'll give it to okay, you. Okay, so it's middle schoolers and Mike and I that are super into Stranger Things. Right, know. Mike? I feel it's good right. about it. I, I like to have friends that are younger. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Okay, um, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. Oh, yes. Big Anthony Bourdain fans me, in our house. Me too. Are you really? Huge. Yeah, it was very sad when he passed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, so let's talk about that. That TV show is a different type of show. It is. So it's not like Happy Days when I was a kid. Right. Right. Why Why did you choose to watch Parts Unknown? Oh, gosh. Many reasons. I, I think um, my wife and I love food. Um, we love interesting food. Um, uh, Anthony was just so smart, so gifted. Yeah. I mean, we read uh, a very good – one of my college roommates at Pitt actually is a very accomplished chef in North Huntington. Mm. Uh, has a couple of restaurants, Chenicolo and Del Forno. There okay. There's a little pitch for my friend Steve. Good. Go Steve. And um, learning – growing up in a food culture in my Italian family, my friend Steve, we just have always had an interest in the chef culture. And I think Anthony did such an interesting job of drawing you into – um, food culture. He was so bright. He drew you into people's lives. I mean, it was sort of like documentary meets yep. chef culture. It was so unpretentious, intentionally so. I, I just thought on so many different levels, it was such a smart TV. Absolutely. So. And always honest. Yeah, very much so. Which to me was, was yeah. the absolute best thing. What else are you watching on TV now that you like? Well, um, so I have had my staff, who are very culturally relevant, tell me for I don't know how many years that I need to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. And, okay, um, now you're a couple years behind. I'm Yeah, how many years behind? Well, but see, sure. that's the thing about how TV's changing. Is yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. That's right. Because you're not all like watching the you know last episode of Lost right. together. Right, that's you right. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's yeah. different. So it's no big deal if you're a couple years behind on Breaking Bad. Right, so I am. So I just, um, I travel a lot in my work right now because we have staff all over the country and so I have to go... You know, not see all of them, but travel a good bit. And so I'm now downloading from Netflix to my iPad, mm-hmm. and I'm midway through season two of Breaking Bad. Okay. So I'm there. Okay. And are you enjoying that? 
I am. I, I mean, I find it fascinating on so many different levels. I mean, right. the way they've woven the story together, and I'm only in the middle of season two. So awesome. maybe not enjoying the right word. Yeah, I mean, enjoying. It's hard to enjoy. Yeah, it's hard to enjoy bad, it. Right. But I find it fascinating and intriguing. And okay. Yeah. All right. What else? Um, well, I have a 14 year old and 11 year old, as I said. So a lot of animation in our house. So there's um, pretty much an- any animated movie. Now, if the Emmys were about animated movies, <laughs> you'd be all oh, over it. Oh, I would be sure. super amazing. But they're at that. not. But they're not. No. So um, many of those kinds of movies. Uh, we love food, so we ha- tend to have you know f- the Food Network on oh, a good yeah. bit. So uh, our girls pr- love particular shows you like there. Yeah, our girls love um, Guys Grocery Games. Okay, I've never seen that. Okay. Oh wait, is that where they have to? They run around the store and they. Oh yeah, I have you got seen it. that. Yeah, like Guy Fieri, who's the <laughs> guy with the hair crazy. and the whole deal. That yeah. is a right. crazy, crazy show. It is. It is. It, but what's interesting is it's inspired my daughters to cook. So my youngest daughter Tessa, who I'm confident is listening right now, hi Tessa. Tessa, good job cooking. Um, Tessa makes an incredible caprese salad. Way to go, Tessa. She does. We love her. She does. Oh yeah, she you know gets the tomatoes, cuts up the cheese, like tells me, uh, gives me the shopping list, the whole deal. That's fabulous. Yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, boy. And I watch a lot of sports when there I can. There we go. So right. I don't watch that much TV, but I would say the majority. Okay. I'm, and I'm, so you have to have cable like I have to have cable because of the sports. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it, too. Every don't you want to drop uh, it? When you pay that bill every month, it's like you've got to be kidding me. But I love the Penguins and I, I want to watch the Penguins. I know. I won't give and, them up. And I got to be honest, until about three weeks ago when I reached the depths of my despair, I need to watch the Pirates. Yeah. I had to stop it. You yeah. know why? Because I care about my emotional life. Yeah. It's a good move. All right. Coming up next, we're going to continue our conversation with Vince, but we want you to find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Tell us the TV shows you're currently watching. We want to know the best stuff that's out there. Your TV picks, find us on Facebook and Twitter. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New music. New music from Unspoken. Just Give Me Jesus. Just Give Me Jesus. The Breakup Song by Francesca Battistelli. And One More Day by Aaron Cole. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. (sighs) That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Selling mattresses the traditional way isn't the best way. Most are made in a large factory and shipped hundreds of miles to a retailer's warehouse, where the retailer then marks them up and up before finally selling and delivering them. At the Original Mattress Factory, we take a straightforward approach. We have eliminated the extra steps and created a direct line from our factory to you, saving you hundreds of dollars. So experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original, the original mattress factory. Just Pay Half Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh's original deal site. Go to JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com to save money now on Pittsburgh restaurants, events, and family fun activities. Just Pay Half has over 100 Pittsburgh restaurants offering half-price deals. Have delicious Italian catering from Roma Restaurant at your next event for half off. Take the kids to Statler's Fun Center in Greensburg or Laser Storm in the North Hills for half price. Get dinner and a movie at Latrobe 30 Theater 
Theater and Cafe for only $11. Get all this and more at JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I like you. I like you, my dear. America is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Fred's theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. Hey, Pittsburgh, Calusi Chevrolet in Bridgeville is celebrating like never before. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin, and the team at Calusi has been serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. That's right, since 1918, they've been a trusted name for great deals and great service. And right now, during their anniversary sale, they're offering the best deals of the year on every vehicle in stock. You can check out their huge inventory and great deals online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. the ride home friday edition john hall taking a day off i'm here with new mike in the studio and also vince burens president and ceo of the coalition for christian outreach okay before we go back to college talk um you said people are now texting you about shows on netflix that is true so uh are they disappointed with what you've said are they say oh my gosh vince you're embarrassing us as a family you know there's no shaming in my text messaging at this point oh that's good but i will call out my uh my cousin john john matt's out Mm -hmm. in latrobe hi john who says annie with Annie with an E on Netflix. Oh, that's Anne of Green Gables. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. That's the classy Lucy Maud Montgomery stories, which have been recreated for that new version. Really? Not that I've seen it. Okay. But I know it. All right. So is he recommending it? Um, I, I mean, that's my assumption. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's my assumption. He wouldn't be texting you one yeah, that he hates. I wouldn't think that he would be doing that. I think he's kind of saying to me, hey, buddy, why aren't you watching this? Right. Um, I am very uh, committed emotionally to the original Anne of Green Gables. Um, and right now I can't think of who starred as Anne mm-hmm. or who produced it, which is a shame, which means that this is not a really well-founded opinion. But for anyone who's watched Anne of Green Gables, this probably came out 25 plus years ago. Megan Follows okay. is it was Anne. And it is so spectacular. It is absolutely spectacular. And I'm having a hard time wading into the new one because I don't want I don't want it to ruin my thing. Yeah. I have an attachment to that one. That's that's beautiful. It's not. I I don't know what to say about it. I I grew up, you know, I grew up not watching Anna Green Gables. I don't know what to say. That's because you're a guy. You never Uh, read the books either, did you? I I definitely didn't. And my wife, that's one of the conversations with our daughter. She was like, well, they have to read Anna Green Gables. And I was like, okay, that's fine. She's like, well, everyone's read them. And I was like, well, (laughs) not sure. (laughs) Everyone's read them. New Mike. Yes. Have you read Anna Green Gables? Absolutely not. Never even heard of it. <laughs> That's right. Good man. Just came to you Sorry, for your Kat. honesty. I really know. Yes. I like that. I like that yeah. very much. Okay. Um, talk about your kids with TV. Okay. Are, do you monitor uh, like time spent? Do you like, well, that's your 30 minutes for the day. Yeah. Or are you the kind of thing that you can watch that or we have to watch it together? Or how do you figure that out in your household? Yeah. So we, you, you referenced Andy Crouch and he wrote an incredible book that I would recommend. The TechWise Family. The Tech-wise it's family. an orange book that'll make you feel horrible about yourself, well, yes, but it might also that. spur you on to yeah. some good choices. Yeah. And, and I would say also being in the work that I do with college students, um, uh, uh, there's there's now some studies that have shown that um, uh, students are in front of screens more than they're in front of real human beings at this season of their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so to answer your question, I wouldn't say we are we, we have the clock set watching our kids, how much time and how much computer time and that kind of thing. But we do have some pretty tight parameters around um, now they're given laptops at the school that they go to. So it's sort of like I'm doing homework, which I think for the most time, our kids are pretty good kids. So I think when they say that they are. Right. But then all of a sudden really, you see them watching YouTube. Is that iPad helping videos. them do homework? Eh, right. So we we do watch how much time they're in front of a phone, okay. how much time they're in front of a computer. Okay, computer. so yeah. in your work with college students, let's go back to them. Yes. Um, college students are attached to this phone, this device. That's right. But so am I. Yeah. And I've been out of college a long time. Yes. So how, I mean, how do you see this affecting how college students are, how they look at the world, yeah. maybe how they react or communicate with each other? Yeah. Well, I think... And is it, it a bad thing? Um, I, I don't. I, I think all things can, can right. be can work together for the glory of God, yep. right? So I would say, are phones, computers, Im- implicitly bad? No, I would not say that. I think they're implicit. I think they're good, but I think, like all things, they can be infected with sin, and we use them for not good. We use them for evil. Right. And so I would say, are they evil? No. Um, are the patterns that we allow ourselves to set because of them bad? Yes. Um, and I think because we just, we lose human interaction, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you image God, I image God, my ability to connect with you. You and I were talking off air and talking about how we just tend to yell and shout. So you say something I disagree with as opposed to looking in the eye and saying, tell me more about that, Kathy. Why would you say that? Let's, <laughs> right. let's understand right. together. No, nobody has ever said on Twitter, huh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, tell me more about that so I can understand thought. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody says that. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's a great point, which by text message and Twitter and Facebook and all those other things, um, I can dehumanize you. And by that, I don't necessarily mean tearing you apart, though many people do that. But I dehumanize you because I don't see you. I don't have to look into your eyes. I don't have to think about, you know, Kathy is a, she's a mother. She's a wife. She's mm-hmm. a professional. She's bright. She's mm-hmm. all of these wonderful things, mm-hmm. right? I can just. She's a very depressed pirate fan. Yeah. She's all of those you things. You can see all those things yeah, in my face exactly. right now. And go, yeah. Oh, I don't really oh, want look, to attack poor her. Poor thing. Look at what yeah. a hard time yeah, she's having. Exactly. And so I think that allows us to do that. Now multiply with kids. Um, those awkward middle school years that were horrible for everyone. Someone said to me, which I think is fascinating, um, when I went through my awkward middle school years, as I think most people do, yes. I was able to get away from it at three o'clock every day, right? School ends, That's I get on the very, bus, yep. I go home, I go to my house, right? And I'm around my parents who love me and care for me and all that kind of stuff. Well, now I get home and on Instagram, my friends are posting cool pictures of things that I wasn't included in, right? They're texting me things that aren't kind. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm never able to get away and just co- right. totally decompress. Yep. And it's this cyclical thing yep. that says, I've got to keep getting ahead of it and got to be in touch with it. Right. And of course, the older you get, that doesn't necessarily go away. Right. I mean, Mike, new Mike and I talk about this all the time. And this is part of the, of the um, industry we've chosen, but we can never get away from work. Right. Right. But most people can't get away from work yes. because of the phone. That's right. Right. So I would think people who worked in media 30 years ago also could never get away from their job, but maybe a plumber could. Right. But he can't now. Right. There's no way. I right. mean, the, the plumber probably is on his phone more than I am. Yeah. Because can you imagine the, now if you have an emergency at midnight, you can reach him. Right. You know, I mean, it's like a nightmare. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, we have, we don't find healthy work life patterns. Right. Yeah. I had someone say to me recently, a pastor, uh, John Tyson, who's up in New York City, who we have at Jubilee every sure. again. John said to me, Vince, do you take a Sabbath rest? And, um, I said, well, you know, I, you know, we try to do a pretty good job with kids' schedules and things like that. And he said to me, and he didn't mean it as a dagger, but it felt that way. He said to me, Vince, our theology of a sovereign God is directly connected to whether or not we rest. 
Because if we don't rest, what we say is, God can't do it without me, therefore he mm-hmm. is not sovereign and omnipotent. But the fact that we rest allows for space to be reminded you that, are. that God is king and mm-hmm. we are not. Right. And, um, and I think that's right. And I think phones and devices are probably the thing that stop us from resting more than anything else. Because mm-hmm. to your point, if someone sends me an email at 3 o'clock on a Sunday or 9 o'clock on a Saturday night, right. um, I'm beholden to it. Right. And we don't allow ourselves space anymore. Right. So even I know tonight I'm going to go home and grill and it's going to be me and my one daughter. My other daughter's doing something with her church. Um, there's the temptation to be on our phones. Right. And ca- sure. what's going on on Twitter? Right. What's going on in the news? What's as, as opposed to just putting our phones down and sitting on the back porch and talking about whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Or watching something on TV together. Or watching on something on TV. Listen, I know that the the conventional wisdom in especially in conservative Christian circles has been for years. TV's bad. Yeah. I don't think TV's bad. I no. think it's exactly what you yeah. said. I think it's neutral. Yeah. I think it can be good, but it also can be bad. That's right. And the very best thing, if you have kids, you can do with TV is to watch it with them. Yes. To do the conversation, to go through the hard things. We have this thing. I don't know if I've told you about this. We, we offer this, we've offered this to our kids for years once they got into high school is whatever you saw online today that you think is interesting, play it for all of us and yeah. we talk about it. Yeah. So whether you found something cool on YouTube or you saw something on Twitter, you know, or it's a Snapchat thing or whatever, just show it. And you know what? That allows them to talk through things that are hard yeah. or weird. And it allows you as a parent to see what it is that they're looking at. That's you know right. what I mean? And just yeah. kind of see. And I don't just mean if they're looking at like bad stuff you don't want them to see. I just mean, what are they looking at that's causing them to think new ways? Right. You know, I think it's really important to get into those conversations. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. Emmy nominations are out. We are looking for your input. Tell us the best stuff you're currently watching on TV. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Much more coming home on today's Ride Home. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com text sleep to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors fire your stockbroker and hire yourself i'm scott bauer and i've been a professional trader for over 25 years i've traded for goldman sachs and was the first amazon market maker at the chicago board options exchange i'm also the ceo here at prosper trading academy the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1-800-228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, 
Call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. Hey, Pittsburgh. Calusi Chevrolet in Bridgeville is celebrating like never before. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin, and the team at Calusi has been serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Since 1918, they've been a trusted name for great deals and great service. Right now, during their anniversary sale, they're offering unbeatable deals like over $10,000 in total savings on select Silverado pickups. You can check out all their great deals online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at Trinity. TrinityJewelers.com. Closing up an hour with Vince Burens from the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Uh, Vince, with only a couple minutes left, um, people are listening and they've heard you talk about college students. This is the work that you do. Yes. Um, if they have a college student that's in their family, whether it's a child or maybe it's a sibling or whatever, um, what would you say to them, perhaps about somebody starting college in just a month or so? Yeah. Um, well, let me say the most obvious thing, but the most obvious thing is often the right thing, which is pray for them. Mm-hmm. Um, really uh, think about what it would look like for their four years of college to really, for that to be a time of growing in the Lord and growing in who he's created them to be, not just a place where you'd protect them from all of the evil things that are going to happen out there. Yes, we want them protected, but it can also be an incredibly transformational experience being in college as it was for me, as it sounds like it was for you. So I would say that the other things I would encourage them to do is um, find, uh, find the things that they're most interested in and encourage them that part of that is going to be the development of their faith. So I, I think oftentimes what I have parents come up to me and say is, how can I get my kid to go to church? And I would say um, going to church is amazing. All of our staff people work out of churches, so I'm completely for church. Right. But that tends to be a symptom of the root cause, right? And so what I would say is, do we want them to go to church? Absolutely. Get them to do what you and I did probably on the front end, which was Go and hang out at a campus ministry. Right. You know, try to connect with someone relationally who's at that campus mm-hmm. ministry and just kind of been exploring. If I grew up in the church, why do I believe these things? If I didn't grow up in the church, let me think about this as opposed, and along with all the other ideologies that come at it. Right. You know, I think as Christians, we're afraid, as you said earlier, I'm afraid to really think about science because it may prove to me there is no God which I think those of us that have walked that path would say, actually, the God we serve is the God of science, right? He has created science. And you will never appreciate, no matter what kind of science you're doing, I think, and I am the most unbelievable amateur in that regard. I'm not a scientist at all, but science is fascinating to me. It will open up science for you. That's right. Once you recognize Mm -hmm. that there's a God of it. The same way literature will open up for you or poetry will open up for you if you recognize that God is the God of it. Exactly. And so I would just say, I think our God and I think the scriptures stand up against any other ideology. So I would encourage students, 
take seriously who you're becoming formed to be and, and bring it all together mm-hmm. and, 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 and put it up against the scriptures and see what happened. But take seriously that study. Don't just walk into it and go, well, I know what Christians say and believe, and I'm going to look at all this other stuff. No, take it seriously. Look at it. Take the other things seriously, because I think uh, when you look at those two things stacked up against each other, uh, the God of the universe wins. Vince Buren's president and CEO of the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Thanks so much for being with us today. Oh, it's, it's such been a privilege super to be fun. Yeah, super fun. I'll put information about the CCO uh, on our Facebook page, and uh, if you find me on Twitter, you'll see there are a couple links there already. Um, Emmy nominations are out. Tell us the best stuff you're currently watching on TV. You heard what Vince is watching. Coming up next after the break, new Mike and I will talk about what we're watching, but we want to hear from you. That's next on the Friday edition of the Ride Home. The word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein has announced indictments against 12 Russian intelligence agents for hacking offenses during the 2016 presidential election. Rosenstein says the defendants are notable intelligence officials. The defendants worked for two units of the main intelligence directorate of the Russian general staff, known as the GRU. The units engaged in active cyber operations to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. The indictments come three days before Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin meet in Finland. The Kremlin denies that the Russian state has interfered in the U.S. elections. The White House is stressing that the new indictments contain no allegations of knowing involvement by anyone on the Trump campaign. On Wall Street, that up by 95 points. The Nasdaq rose four. The S&P advanced three. Oil up to 7101 a barrel. This is SRN News. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Space. The Final Frontier, Husband's Log 2018. Following the free delivery and placement of a new shed from Yoder's Backyard Structures, our family now has space to think, to breathe, to live, in the garage, the attic, even the basement. Arrival was successful and came fully assembled, cleverly designed to blend with existing structures. Buy a new shed from Yoder's and experience space. 
The Final Frontier. Available now from Yoder'sBackyard.com. Normal people need an estate plan just as much, if not more, than the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti. Why would you want the state of Pennsylvania to tell your loved ones who get your stuff? The basic documents, your will, financial power of attorney, and your health care power of attorney and living will can be done very quickly. It's much less costly and time-consuming just to have the basic documents drafted up to say, God forbid, should something happen to me, this is who I appoint. Are your documents in order? Find out at ContiLawPGH.com. High pressure dominating tonight, mainly clear and quite mild, a low of 68. Hot and humid tomorrow with some sun, a high of 90. Partly to mostly cloudy and muggy tomorrow night, a spotty shower or thunderstorm with a low of 72. And warm and humid Sunday with morning clouds breaking for some sun. Could see another shower or thunderstorm around, especially in the afternoon. will rise to a high of 86 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Welcome in. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the week. What a thrill. It's gone so fast. It has gone so fast. It has gone so fast. But you know, first of all, let me say that I appreciate this beverage that you've given me today, Mike. Oh yeah? Yeah, thanks a lot. It's my pleasure. Um, What are you drinking? I'm drinking some hot tea right now. What? Oh, yeah. Now, I, I don't think ever since I met you have I ever seen you drink hot tea. I haven't. You know, it's been a while since I've had hot tea. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And why today, my friend? Why today? Mm-hmm. Well, because Trump went to visit, you know, the, the queen. queen. Right. So. Right. So um, not just uh, the president visiting the queen, but having high tea with the queen today right now have you seen uh did you have a fly uh, were you a no do you know any flies who could have been on that wall in there <laughs> absolutely not i'm telling you what i would Maybe pay greg i would pay yeah, greg Clugston. that's funny i feel like i would pay cash for someone to just give us a little clue what that was like more than uh your 54 54 dollars of um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so thank you for bringing that up. So the tea I'm currently drinking in my... um, I I pulled out a Downton Abbey mug today to to salute the queen. Um, I love tea. I don't drink coffee. And I also, and this is a shock for most tea drinkers, is I don't like hot tea. I just, I like cold drinks, the colder the better, and I particularly love iced tea. I drink it every single day of my life. If a day of my life goes by without tea, it's just... Super hard for me to take. Now, how do you drink it? Um, I brew it myself at home. Okay. And then I put it in the refrigerator so that it's nice and cold. Nice. And then I fill my cup with ice and pour it over the top. So it's really cold. Now, are you all about that tea etiquette thing? Oh, oh, the etiquette. Oh, wait. I would love to know a little bit more about that because if I was going to do what the president did today and actually, you know, meet the queen... I feel like I have no idea what to do because, of course, they're going either. to have, they're going to have hot tea. Right. So, do you have any uh, any details you could share, Mike? Yeah, I got some. Here. here we go. Okay, I'm ready. When we're holding a cup of tea, we'd hold it waist height. You only ever drink tea with one hand. You never. You can hug a mug, but you never hug a cup of tea. Oh. You have. You never have your pinky out. It's always tucked in, and the tea comes up to us. See, I always thought that you had to have the pinky out. 
the pinky out, I thought, was the sign that you kind of knew what you were doing. That's what I thought, too. She just says the exact opposite. Right. No pinky out ever. No. I bet you Trump had the pinky out. <laughs> <laughs> and Queen Elizabeth was like looking at him like, what, what are you doing? You come into my house and have your pinky out? <laughs> okay. Now, the other thing that surprised me is that you can hug a mug, she said, but right. you cannot hug your teacup. See, I don't like that because, you know, the only reason why I have hot tea is to warm up. You know, right. Well, no, she says you're not. So you, my other hand is not supposed to be on this teacup. So I, I have a, a teacup right now. My yeah. left hand is not supposed to even contact it, she's saying? Right. And it's, it's, I guess it's supposed to be waist, waist high or above waist high. Oh, my saucer is supposed to be waist high. Yes. Oh, so I don't bring my saucer up toward my mouth. I, br- I leave the saucer down there right. and then I lift the cup. Yes. Yeah, with, with the pinky tucked in. And I am not allowed to dip. You're not supposed to put your head down toward the cup. You're supposed Correct. to put the cup up toward you. Yes. Well, that's a lot to remember. <laughs> For heaven's sake. All right, play that again. All right. When we're holding a cup of tea, we'd hold it waist height. You only ever drink tea with one hand. You never, you can hug a mug, but you never hug a cup of tea. You, have, you never have your pinky out. It's always tucked in. Mm. And the tea comes up to us. Yes. See, this is why iced tea is better. Because you know what happens is that you put it in a glass and drink it. I'm not really concerned about the etiquette of it. Right. Did you put sugar in that tea? Of course I did. And half and half. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's something. That is something. It's good. It's the way I like it. Okay. Anyway, because you asked, um, and because I'm a little bit of a tea snob... Um, because I don't really drink anything else. I, I gave up soda a couple years ago because I wanted to fit in my pants. Um, I don't drink coffee. So tea is like my drink of choice. Okay. So this key, I, I want to give a little plug to Presta George on Penn Avenue in the Strip District because that's where I buy all my tea. This tea I'm currently drinking is uh, Blackberry Sage. Mm-hmm. And it is fabulous. It is from the Republic of Tea, which is a uh, tea company. And you can buy it in the strip, a uh, loose leaf, fifty four ninety five a pound. Fifty four ninety five a pound. That's ridiculous. Now here's the thing: is it worth it? Well, I mean, I can't afford that, and so I don't buy it loose leaf. But if you go to Presta George and go to the tea counter at the front, um, you know where they make your coffee drinks, and right. they also they have iced tea there. And so their iced tea, you can get a glass of it for just the regular price of oh, any perfect. other iced tea. So it costs I don't know two twenty five or something yeah. like that. And today it was my favorite flavor, blackberry sage. When I walked in and realized that. that's what it was, I thought, oh my gosh, it's all coming together. <laughs> that's what I thought, and I gladly gave them two thirty five and walked out with a glass of very, very nice. expensive tea. Very anyway, nice. so we salute the queen, yeah. we salute the president. Um, and we salute this wonderful beverage, which I have come to love so much, and uh, to which Mike has to add mm-hmm. uh, sugar and half and half. Yes. God bless you. Yes. When you hear that, I do feel like it causes your pinky to go in. Yeah. 
Just because it does. Right. I think it's important. All right. Another thing that we're talking about today is that Emmy nominations are out. And uh, Mike and I are happy to be chatting about it. They came out yesterday. We went over the uh, the networks that were nominated. Netflix, for the very first time, um, has received the most nominations of any network. I think it's 112 um, between uh, shows and between production and acting and writing. And um, But, you know, I'm just not interested in what's what the Emmy nominations are. It's causing me and Mike to think about TV in general. And so find us on Facebook or Twitter. The question is, tell us the best stuff you're currently watching on TV. Give us the best stuff you're currently watching on TV. A couple times this hour, I think we'll open up the phones and you can call in and tell. We just want good stuff. So if you're watching, like, what's an old show that you like? Um, Andy Griffith show. Oh, right. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, my gosh. Are I, you kidding me? I have never seen one episode of Andy oh Griffith. Oh, my Goodness, Kathy, you're. Mi- oh my gosh, I is can't it, believe it. Okay, so it's that good. Yes, I don't know how I missed it. I seriously, I don't know how I missed it. That's what I said about the Dick Van Dyke show, and then John made that same See, that, type of theatrical gesture. How could you? And I started to watch it and loved it. Those are the type of shows that we need nowadays. Yeah, you need a little bit of Andy Griffith. Family moral shows like Leave It to Beaver. Sure, Andy Griffith. Sure. Okay. So if you're watching a show like that on Netflix or Amazon, then put that down. We're not just looking for current shows, but we want to we want to ask you what you're currently watching. That's the cool thing about TV right now is the stuff that, you know, Vince Buren's was in here. He just got into Breaking Bad, which is, you know, I think it started 10 years ago or whatever. But it doesn't matter anymore because you can kind of enter into TV at your own pace and watch your own thing. And so we want to know the best stuff that you're currently watching on TV, whether it's new stuff or it's classic stuff. Find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy or on Twitter, Kathy underscore Word FM, new Mike underscore Word FM. There's lots coming up on today's show, especially this hour. We're going to talk to uh, Thomas Kidd. Speaking of tea, we're going to talk about how presidents choose to lead, learning from our commander in chief's good choices and bad ones. That's next on today's Ride Home. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Plum, Beautifully Broken. broken. Danny Gokey, and if you ain't in it. And even then, by Micah Tyler. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Since it's a Friday and because it's the weekend, I mean, there's absolutely nobody I'd rather talk to about food and fun over the weekend than Marsha at the Springhouse. Marsha, my friend, how are you? Hi, good, Kath. How are you doing? Just well, thank you. Good to hear your voice. Okay, so now these are the hot days of summer. I love that so much. I mean, I've waited all fall and winter so that we could get back to summer. Um, so many fun, so many fun things to do at the Springhouse. Talk about what's coming up this weekend and also some fun food options. Sure, sure. So this is actually um, kind of a peaceful weekend in between. And um, But next weekend, the 22nd is a Sunday. People can put this in their calendar. We're having our annual car cruise. Oh, fun, and we yeah. And have hot rides and stuff like that. It's from 1 to 5. So put that in not for this Sunday, but for next Sunday. But if you don't want to come when it's, like, super crowded, you can come now. Come on out to the Springhouse. 
people have been having so much fun on the big slides outside and visiting the baby calves in the pen and sitting on the big tractor and pretending they're driving it like the olden days. And, and then they come in to get cool, of course, because it's really hot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's National Ice Cream Month, so I've been doing, I think I did a boatload of peanut butter milkshakes today and peach milkshakes and strawberry shortcakes and toasted almond fudge balls, <laughs> of course, ice cream cones, all kinds of good things like that. And then, you know, eat dessert first because life is uncertain. But sure. we have some great meals this weekend, too. And um, tomorrow we're having Penn State creamy chicken breast and spice rubbed ribs and cabbage rolls. So we have lots of good eats wow. this weekend. And um, it's a good time to come on out to the farm. I'm telling you, you will not regret a trip to the Springhouse. See Marcia, see her wonderful family, the beautiful farm they have, all the cows, and all of the good stuff they have at the Springhouse. Find out more information right now at wordfm.com. Commence Exxon and Mobile Field Test. Scientist observes subject to be at station. Subject B earns Exxon and Mobile rewards plus points, points she can use to save on gas, coffee, car washes, and more. Subject B should share the wealth and buy me a coffee. Subject B looks like she's leaving. Subject B hasn't purchased me anything yet. Subject B has left. Hmm. Conclusion, Exxon and Mobile Rewards Plus makes refueling rewarding, and Subject B owes me a coffee. Perhaps a donut. Sign up today at ExxonMobileRewardsPlus.com. Terms and conditions apply. Available at participating Exxon or Mobile branded locations. My practice here in Wexford truly feels like home to me. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. It's really incredible to see these former classmates, families of classmates, people I went to church with, now as patients of mine. I really find it the biggest blessing and then a huge responsibility to give my community the best care possible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care. Come say hi to Dr. Stock at Cranberry Community Days, July 13th and 14th. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. It's a struggle doing life alone, so why not join us at Impact Christian Church? Impact is a group of imperfect people seeking to let God love us and love others through us. Your kids will love our high-energy ministries geared to their needs. Our upbeat, positive services and practical teaching will encourage and help you, and you'll find true significance as you join us in striving to make a difference in the lives of others. For more information, visit us at impactpittsburgh.com. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back, and of course we went to different cities. One day he called me out of the blue, and it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. We hadn't talked for a while, and then she texted me, and we went for a walk. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. I was away from my family during the holidays, and a friend invited me to their house for dinner. It really meant a lot. He knew I was having a rough week, so he asked me to go fishing with him. My friend knew that I didn't want to go out, so she brought me dinner instead. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at TrinityJewelers.com 
New Mike and I both drinking tea today, saluting our commander-in-chief as he uh, went to high tea with the Queen of England today. I mean, I'm not the Queen of England, Mike, but we are drinking tea together. It's great. It's good tea, too. Your pinky tucked in? Mm-hmm. Okay. We understand mm-hmm. that's what's important. All right. Speaking of the president, um, it's hard to gauge a president in his current time. Sometimes it's um, it, sometimes it requires uh, time to step away. Sometimes it requires years to step away. Sometimes knowing, I, I, not just sometimes, I think all the time, knowing your history and seeing what presidents in the past have done helps us to understand how things are and what's going on with our current president in today's culture. So amidst all the conversation about President Trump, we turn to uh, a man who knows history so well and longs to communicate it, not just to students, but to the public at large. And so we're happy to have Dr. Thomas Kidd back with us. Tom's a distinguished professor of history and associate director of the Institute for Studies of Religion at Baylor University. Tom's books include American Colonial History, Clashing Cultures and Faith, Patrick Henry, first among patriots, and his newest work, Benjamin Franklin, The Religious Life of a Founding Father. Thomas, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tom, do you agree with that, that as we try to judge seemingly on a minute-by-minute basis what people think of our current president, it's interesting that we often do that without knowing anything, or very little at least, about our past presidents. Sure, that's absolutely right. I'm actually writing an American history textbook right now, and it's it's tempting, you know, when you know big media controversies are happening about President Trump to think, oh, I'm I'm going to have to put this in the textbook, <laughs> you know. But then you get a week or two past it, and it, it doesn't seem as important anymore. And I, I think historians would all say that you definitely need some perspective on uh, the significance of, of various events. And, and we're so enamored with what happens with presidents uh, because they have so much power. They have so much influence. They, they really do. But you do have to get some time and perspective and look back and, and to be able to weigh the merits of uh, policies and decisions that they make. And that, that's uh, partly why historians still have a job. And so much is at stake. I mean, you know, I think about the things that are on my mind when I come into work each day. It is hard to get your head around what it would be like to be the president of a nation this size with this much influence. Uh, it is it's enormously difficult what they have to do. And, and I mean, they have all the resources in the world at, at their disposal. But uh, like you know, people, CEOs and, and people with any kind of authority, I mean, you just – you never quite know uh, the, what the impact of your policy, this decision, that decision, is going to be. And we're, uh, you know, all leaders are also just mere mortals. And so uh, unintended consequences and the more, more complex decisions get, um, the more likely it is that any given decision is going to have uh, unexpected consequences, and that that's partly why presidents' jobs are, are so difficult. And we never know what's right around the corner. I mean, George W. Bush would never have expected um, what 9-11 would look like and what it would bring. And so courage and good decision-making under duress is one of the things that we value in our past presidents and that we should pray for in our current president. So you decided first off to write about Abraham Lincoln. Why? Well, I think that one of the reasons why Lincoln is is so admired, um, he, he's not universally admired in America today, but but pretty close. And uh, I, I think one of the reasons that we kind of set Lincoln apart is because 
he uh, made such difficult decisions that in general turned out very well um, in in the midst of, I think, probably the most difficult circumstances of any American president. Um, I mean, obviously, George Washington, Franklin Roosevelt, people like that had had some pretty difficult situations they had to contend with. But Lincoln comes into office, and the nation is literally falling apart. Uh, with secession, he's looking right into the face of civil war, and he has almost no executive experience at all coming into the presidency. Um, and, and the decisions he makes are not perfect. Uh, he, he struggles for a while, I think, especially as a military leader. Um, so, so he, like the rest of them, is, is a mortal person with limited vision. But in the end, he's able to enter that situation as um, a, an executive with very little experience facing unique challenges and is able, in general, to make really pretty good effective decisions um, to, to face that national crisis. And I, I think that's why he's usually, in, in most Americans, at least top two or three uh, most successful presidents, if not number one. Now, I've heard people argue this back and forth that, you know, well, we shouldn't give Lincoln that much credit for emancipating the slaves because, he, you know, the Civil War wasn't about that. It was strictly about, for him, preserving the Union. Well, that, it's true that I think for Lincoln, his number one priority, uh, certainly as a matter of policy, is preserving the Union. I mean, there's no more important job that any president has than keeping the, the country intact. Um, and so he says going into the war that that's his number one priority. And he believes uh, when he's elected that he actually doesn't have the authority to free the slaves. Um but he, he comes to believe over time, and this is controversial among historians, and certainly uh, white Southerners didn't like it, but he, he comes to believe that freeing the slaves in the South um, is one of his main ways of preserving the Union. And he thinks it will destabilize the Confederacy. He thinks uh, it will harm the Southern war effort, which it does, and that it will bring many tens of thousands more uh, recruits into the Union Army, which it does because so many slaves, male slaves especially, run away from their masters and sign up with the Union Army and Navy. And so um, it, it's a stroke of genius, I think, in terms of policy to to free the slaves, which he thinks is morally right to do. But as a matter of policy, it helps to save the Union. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's incredibly uh, courageous and innovative for him to do that, and, and I think it's one of the reasons, one of his marks of greatness as a president. We're talking to Dr. Thomas Kidd, Distinguished Professor of History and Associate Director of the Institute for Studies of Religion at Baylor University. Uh, Tom, contrast him with Andrew Johnson, who comes up next. Yeah, Andrew Johnson is not as successful. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's an understatement. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people don't know as much about Andrew Johnson uh, because he uh, is is a one-term uh, president. In fact, he just fills out uh, Lincoln's term because, of course, Lincoln tragically is assassinated at the end of the of the war. Um, Johnson is facing, in a way, um, as great of a challenge, if not a greater challenge, in Reconstruction and bringing the nation 
back together. Um, and so I don't want to downplay uh, the, the challenges that he is facing, but it contrasts with Lincoln who faces these titanic challenges with secession and war. Then Johnson faces titanic challenges in Reconstruction, but Johnson is just not up to the task. Uh, Johnson, I think most people think, is um, is a petty politician uh, who gets bogged down into fighting with Congress about Reconstruction policy, and is just not much interested in helping out uh, the, the freed people in the South. And um, the, the Congress is much more inclined to radical changes, uh, civil rights reform, giving the freed people uh, real uh, civil basic rights, legal rights, um, and Johnson is just not much interested in that. And it deteriorates to the point where uh, the Congress gets so frustrated with Johnson that they try to impeach and remove him from office. Now, the, that I think is also a mistake by Congress because it just ratchets up the political tension and pettiness in a time when there really needed to be great cooperation uh, among the, the leading politicians of the time. It, in some ways, it's heartening to know that that <laughs> in past times, there was a total lack of cooperation, just like it seems like we have today. Um, but Johnson is impeached. They bring him up for trial for removal from from office. He, he is not removed by, by the narrowest of, of margins. But it, it's, it ruins his presidency, and he does basically nothing for the rest of his term. And so in a time of just, just massive challenges and needs that the freed people had, uh, Johnson just doesn't help at all, and he almost loses his job over it. And, and that's why, in retrospect, he, he just looks like a terrible president. Tom, let's move into the 20th century. Talk about Lyndon Johnson. Well, I think Lyndon Johnson, in retrospect, is is a sort of strange combination of someone who takes uh, really bold initiatives that work and then really bold initiatives that don't work. Uh, and, and domestically, I think you see, especially in the case of civil rights reform, Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, he spends a lot of political capital in uh, helping out especially African-Americans, but other ethnic minorities who had been discriminated against for, you know, a hundred years and more going back to Andrew Johnson's presidency and uh, emancipation. Um, Linda Johnson is not the most likely candidate to do this. He's a Southern Democrat, and the Democrats at that time were not necessarily friends of civil rights reform. But uh, after John Kennedy is assassinated, uh, Johnson uses the respect that Americans have for Kennedy to go ahead and push through civil rights reform. And so that, that's a, a bold initiative that uh, people will look back on now and say, you know, he was, it was morally right for him to do that. It was morally right for him to spend that leadership capital to do it. Uh, by contrast, uh, Johnson's presidency, um, as we all know, is, is – uh, really wrecked over Vietnam. Right. I mean, he, he's the one who really escalates American involvement in Vietnam, um, and it just doesn't go well at all. And by 1968, you have the Tet Offensive, which shows Americans that uh, in spite of what Kennedy and Johnson had been telling Americans all this time, 
uh, the Vietnamese or uh, North Vietnamese are are still fully capable of launching initiatives against the South Vietnamese and the American forces in Vietnam, and it's so demoralizing, and it, it, it leads to uh, Johnson having to uh, withdraw from his reelection campaign, and and uh, feeds into the chaos in American culture and political life in the late 1960s. And so it's striking to watch, you know, you would think if you're going to be the type of president who takes bold initiatives, it's all going to work or it's all not going to work. But but with Johnson, it's, uh, you see that's completely wrong. His, his civil rights initiatives were brilliant and successful, and his Vietnam involvement escalation was a total disaster. Tom, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, I, I need to change subjects for just a minute before we say okay. goodbye. Um, okay. We're talking about the Emmy nominations because they came out yesterday, and I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care about Emmy nominations, but I do want to know: Do you watch TV? I watch a bit of TV, and uh, I, I do watch. Uh, my wife and I just finished watching the Emmy-nominated The Crown on Netflix, and it's it's terrific. Isn't so was, it? Was, isn't it marvelous? Yeah, it's it's marvelous. It's a little soap opery, sure, uh, but but it's it's fascinating and seeing the way that they depict uh, figures like uh, the Kennedys and so forth. So I was really glad to see that it got uh, nominated and Claire Foy, uh, the Queen Elizabeth, isn't got, she? Got she? What a tremendous that. performance! I mean, John Lithgow won the Emmy last year for portraying Churchill, which was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, just spectacular. But uh, Claire Foy, certainly uh, a worthy nominee. Well, Thomas, thank you so much. Um, always appreciate your scholarship. Always appreciate your presence with us. More information about Thomas Kidd available right now on our Facebook page and on our website, johnandkathyshow.com. Well, let's open up the phone lines, New Mike. What do you say? Okay, we want to hear from people. What are you currently watching? I don't really care about the you know Emmy Awards, so I'm not anxious to hear from you about like the newest of shows. You know, I just want to know what you're watching on TV that you love. So if you're like New Mike and you love Andy Griffith and you're watching that on whatever, I don't even know if Andy Griffith is streaming. I have no idea. Um, no, he's not. But wait, you don't know that. <laughs> Andy Griffith could There's be no streaming. Way. Well, Dick Van Dyke is streaming. Really? Yeah, the whole seasons of all the Dick Van Dyke sh- uh, seasons are streaming. What? I'm yeah. tell my wife that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't care if it's a new show. I don't care if it's an old show. But if you're currently watching it and you love it, we want to hear from you. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. We're talking television. The best stuff that you're currently watching. Tell us all so we can tune in. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. One of the biggest areas is guardianship of adult disabled children. Attorney Michelle Conti. It's such a large population that we have, and I think people just don't know what to do. And so we'll get that phone call that my son is 20 years old and he has Down syndrome and the doctor or the facility or the banking institution isn't speaking with us anymore. They're requiring all of this documentation. We don't know what to do. Depending 
on the degree of severity of their disability. They may be able to just sign a power of attorney, allowing mom and dad to help them. But if they are incapacitated and it's obvious, we have to go through that guardianship proceeding. And it's fairly straightforward. The nice thing is, is that if mom and dad are elderly, we can have a sibling as the backup so that they don't have to go through this whole process all over again when mom and dad pass. We need to be able to draft it in the correct manner so that when the day comes, they're not going to lose benefits. Find out more at ContiLawPGH.com. When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soak Zone, because you love to see them smile. Save up to $18 on select days when you buy online at Idlewild.com. High pressure dominating tonight, mainly clear and quite mild, low of 68. Hot and humid tomorrow with some sun, a high of 90. Partly to mostly cloudy and muggy tomorrow night, a spotty shower or thunderstorm with a low of 72. And warm and humid Sunday with morning clouds breaking for some sun. Could see another shower or thunderstorm around, especially in the afternoon. Will rise to a high of 86 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. The Emmy nominations are out, um, and I, I think I've already decided not to watch the show because I can't stand award shows anymore because it's just one stupid joke about the president after another. But I got to be honest, uh, you know, John is the film guy. I really love television, and there's so much good television out right now. I'm not saying you need to plunk yourself down in front of the TV for five hours a day, but I am anxious to hear what you're watching that you think is really good because I don't want to waste my time watching some stupid comedy that I I want to watch something that's going to be fascinating and something I'm going to learn from. So we open up the phone lines, 800-320-8255. I want to hear what it is that you're currently watching now that you like. Okay, so let's go to the phones. Terry, Terry, you're with us. Hi, how are you? Hi, Kathy. I'm great. How are you doing? Great. Tell me what you're watching and why it's so good. My husband has gotten me hooked on a show called Heartland. Oh, I don't know um, the show. The, uh, the, main character, she's, uh, the main character's name is her original, her name is Amy Amber Marshall and her character name is Amy. She's a horse whisperer and she diagnoses all of these horse problems. This is a very good, clean, wholesome show. The only problem is it was on Netflix for a while and then it was on up. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, so now it's disappeared. Yeah, that's frustrating. That's one of those things that you have to get used to in the streaming culture is, you know, Netflix will, will, you know, have something on for three months or six months and then it'll drop off. And then you might have to wait and then a year later it'll come on again. Okay. And Anne of Green Gables was originally broadcast in 1934. Right. I remember. So that's the black and white one. Yes. The one that I love, though, is the color one starring Megan Follows. Have you seen that? Well, Megan Follows is the mother of the male main character in this Heartland. No. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. How does she look? She looks fabulous. I mean, the character, her her background was that she was um, at a former time or past time. She was an alcoholic and drug addict. Okay. And she divorced the main character's husband, and they have issues now. But now she's coming back into his life, and things are getting good. Oh, I'm so, so glad to know that. Thanks so much, Terry. Boy, I appreciate that call. All right. Um, 
800-320-8255. Tell us about the shows you're currently watching. Uh, George, welcome in. Oh, yeah, Cassie. Uh, I like things that are uplifting and uh, clean. I like the middle and last oh my gosh. standing. <laughs> the I middle love- the <laughs> middle is one of the funniest TV shows I ever saw. Oh, it is so good. Oh, and, uh, and also, I can watch this with my wife, but I love Monk. Oh, my gosh. But I can't watch it with my wife. She's from Ukraine, and she does not see the uh, innuendos that, that, that are so funny. She just thinks it's foolish. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tony Shalhoub! So you know I, what? I, I can see mom. that. I can see that though. So much of what is funny about him is yeah. is unspoken, and then when he goes to try to say it, it's so <laughs> odd. I mean, <sighs> Tony Shalhoub as Monk is so fabulous. I forgot about Monk. I just saw yeah. though that it's streaming again on Amazon. Yeah, but remember there was some very popular comedy. That was uh, taken to uh, Eastern Europe. I think it was in Russia. And they tried to duplicate it for Russian people. And it was a complete failure and a complete success here because they their comedy in Eastern Europe is not like ours. Right. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, well, I appreciate that. So The Middle and Monk, I'm telling you, those shows are so, uh, <laughs> they're absolutely, oh, my God, I can't even tell. Monk, have you seen Monk, Mike? It's been a while. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. What a tremendous performance he puts in in that show. Anyway, phone lines are open, 800-320-8255. All right, let's go to Linda. Linda, hi. What do you have to offer? Hi. You know, this wasn't why I was calling, but I love Monk. I just started watching it. So good. I mean, I I could say I'm hooked on it, okay? Yeah, so So I tape it on my DVR, and, and when they have the, you know, where it just keeps going and going and going, because his performance and... Just the way that he solves crime. Right. I love crime-solving things, but it's a little lighter. Yeah. In the sense of him being, you know, him being a different kind of detective. And so, and I love the people that he works with. They're funny. Right. And so it adds just, a little yeah, humor. His, his acting is great. All right. So what else do you like? Mm-hmm. I like This Is Us. Oh, you know, I've never we seen that. We saved that night. We saved that night. And you can even watch it with your family. I mean, they touch on so many interesting things, and the, all of the characters, you know, are so meaty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so rich. It's a rich show, but yet it's not, like, depressing, although there are sad times, you know, but there are happy times. Yeah, but there now wait. Now, times. I know you say that there are happy times, but every time I hear about this show, all my friends are weeping. It's like oh. there's so much there's so much drama and sadness. I mean, I don't know if mm-hmm. I have enough emotional energy to weigh into that. Oh, I don't know. I think it's very real. And so there are some things that we all encounter in our life at some point. But then there are lighter times, you know, when you have to laugh. Right. Well, I'll tell you, Linda. I think it's so good that when the sad parts come, you are drawn into it. Well, I have never heard one person that did not like This Is Us. So one of these times I am going to wait in and see what it's like. All right. Um, Oh, let's go to Greg. Greg the trucker. Hey, Greg, how are you? Hey, Kathy, how are you? Good. Tell me. Now, you can't have a whole lot of time to watch TV, right? Man, I, you said it, Kathy. You said it. So right now, I'm finishing up uh, The Shooter, and I watch a lot of the Marvel flicks. I, I watch uh, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I watch yeah. uh, Dakota, uh, uh, Luke Cage, and that kind of stuff, because 
I don't get a whole lot of time to watch. And then what happens is when I shut down, it's time to eat and, and pray and read my Bible. So I, I, I try not to get real hooked or whatnot, but right now I'm hooked on the shooter. Did you know Mark okay. Wahlberg is, is, is oh, producing it? Okay, so it's a shooter. He, what is it? What, it? what is it? About a sniper or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You remember the movie that he played in where it was, he was the shooter and he got set up by the government? Oh, right, yeah. right. It's a great well, movie. they made a series out of it. They got another guy doing it, but they it's a little it's a little bit more twist to it. They got a little bit more twist to it than what. But Mark Wahlberg actually is. I think he's producing it because I see his name a lot. But okay, it's pretty so, good. It's pretty good. So, what network is that on? Uh, that's Netflix. Okay, that's Netflix. that's all I watch is Netflix because I'm in a truck all the time. Okay, all right, but not while you're driving, right? No, 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 no. Don't dis- don't uh, disappoint me, my friend. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I no. love you, Greg. All right, so uh, just in the last couple minutes, we are at Heartland, The Middle, Last Man Standing, uh, Monk, This Is Us, The Shooter, and all the Marvel stuff. I love all that stuff. How could John not like superhero movies? There's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with him. But he's, he's on vacation. Here. He's on vacation. All right, Margaret Terry coming up next. Stay close. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to Fine Arts, Service Activities and more. Eden Christian Academy. Christ-centered, student-focused and mission true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. 
Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. Author of Dear Deb, a woman with cancer, a friend with secrets, and the letters that became their miracle. Margaret leads one of the largest book clubs in Canada with over 100 members and loves how sharing stories helps build new friendships. Margaret is also a foodie whose love of food has taken her to over 37 countries. We're so happy you're back, Margaret. How are you? I'm good, Kathy. How are you? Well, good. I hear that you are recently back from a long trip to France. Is that true? Yes, I went there to live for six months. Oh, Margaret, you are living, you're living my dream life. My dream (laughs) life. What? How was it? Oh, my gosh. You know, the lifestyle is so different. I'm writing, actually, about about the differences. I'm putting together a book of short stories that involves um, observations of kindness and beauty and slowing down in a culture that's different from ours and in a culture that allows um, us to witness so much beauty and kindness. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's you very were very different. Okay, so being and this is what's so so wonderful that you had the opportunity to do this. Living in a place for six months is completely different than being there for five days. Absolutely, it's not a vacation, and and I've done it twice now, and um, I've traveled a lot and a lot of vacations. But living there is you want for me. I wanted to embrace the culture. Mm-hmm. I wanted to to be in a place where I had an apartment where I didn't have to drive, where I could walk out the door, and you know had a choice of eight or nine bakeries I could walk to, the cafe, and take my journal or read a book, and um, to try to make friends. I met artists. Um, I met other writers. Um, it, it's very, very different. You know, you go to the local church. Um, you know, I would walk in that church. The doors were open every single day in these huge Gothic structures that were built in like 1220 or the 1600s. Mm. And they keep the doors open every day. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I worked hard at being part of the culture. You know, you're paying rent and, and you're part of that community. All right. So when you think of the biggest or or maybe not the biggest, but the most remarkable things that are different right now that you saw in France versus what you see in America? Holy cow. (laughs) Well, this is the south of France. Remember, it's not a big city. I've lived in the States. I lived in the Minneapolis area for about 18 years. I'm now living in southern Ontario, just near Toronto. Um, But here's one example. You set your, your watch and your clocks on the church bells. Not on your smartphone or your computer. Really? The church bells start at about, I think the first one goes at 8 o'clock in the morning, and they ring on the half hour, one one ring, and then on every hour. So at 10 o'clock, it's 10 rings. At 11 o'clock, it's 11 rings. Um, and so you, you set your watch by that, um, and it's the most gorgeous sound. It is just, and you get used to it, um, the mm. beauty of it in the background all the time. Oh, I love the that. other big difference is all the shops close. Everything closes. All the shops, the drugstores, everything from, um, including the bakeries, from 12 to 2. Really? Um, wait, every, wait, every day? Every day. They close <sighs> it for two hours so everybody can have lunch. <sighs> 
How's that? Oh, that's lovely. And lunch is a big meal. It's gorgeous. And I mean, the French love to eat outside. It doesn't, I, I was in a place that was in the South, so it was like 50 degrees in January. You know, it wasn't like, how are you doing with the heat there, by the way? Oh my gosh. We have a lot, we have a lot of it, my friend. We have a lot of it. I know. I, we've got the same here. But, um, yeah, for two hours they have lunch and it's their main meal and it's chatting and, and visiting with people or going home with your family. That's, that's a huge, huge difference is having lunch. I mean, oh, I'll tell you something really cute. You know how we say LOL all the time in short form? Yes. In France, it's MDR, which means I'm dying laughing. <laughs> Is that too cute? Same idea. Is that too cute? I love it. Okay, what? Yeah, a, so, what I mean, a, tell me about it's coffee. Taste that's different. Yeah, what about coffee? There's no no takeout coffee where I where I was. No, nobody walks down the street eating anything or with a coffee in their hand. Nobody's driving their car with a coffee because there's no takeout coffee, unless you find a McDonald's somewhere or something like that. But in the village itself, I mean, coffee's an experience. You sit outside, you go to a cafe, you order your coffee. It's two euros, which is about not quite three dollars American, um, and you can sit there for five hours and no one will bother you. You sit there and just stare at the wow. sun. People watch. I, I did a lot of people watching because that's what I love to do. Um, and I wrote a lot of stories on the things I observed, the kindness, the little things like, you know, Saturday's market day and the street, the main street is closed in a lot, many villages. And people come from all over, the people who don't have markets. And um, the cafes, of course, are full. And and so when you want to sit at one and watch all the market happenings, there's one I went to a particular called Cafe des Alpes, and it's packed every Saturday. And the first time, the first Saturday I witnessed this, I was so overwhelmed because I don't think I've seen this anywhere else in all the travels I've done. You know, not in Canada, not in the States, not in other places I've been. This very crooked man who was obviously very crippled, and he's bent way over, and he had a cane, and he, started, he had a little cup in his hand, and he started coming towards where all the people were sitting at their cafe. And I'm waiting for the owner who stands there all the time outside, waiting for him to shoo him away, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, he greeted him. He bowed his head, and he greeted him, and I watched people pulling money out for him so he didn't have to ask, and they just put it on the edge of their table. So he'd come over, and he'd say to everyone, merci Dieu, thank you, God. And he'd just go from table to table where there was money, and and there was no shame in it. There was no judgment in it, and off he went. And he was known by that community. Yeah, I, I think, well, I saw him many times after that, so he was known by the community. He didn't live there because I asked people, and they said, no, no, he just comes on Saturday. Wow. Isn't it beautiful it, to it, witness that? It's it is just abs- wonderful. It is absolutely beautiful. I wish we had more time. Margaret Terry's an author of a wonderful book, a wonderful, sensitive interesting, insightful book called Dear Deb, A Woman with Cancer, A Friend with Secrets, and the Letters That Became Their Miracle. She's just gotten back from six months in France, was kind enough to share her thoughts with us. Thank you so much, Margaret. And you know what? Before we uh, take a break, there's so many of you that were lined up to talk about your favorite TV shows. I want to open up the phone line for our, phone lines for our last couple minutes on today's show, 800-320-8255. If you want to share the best show you're currently watching, we would love to hear from you, 800-320-8255. There is more coming up just a little bit on today's Ride Home.
discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to Fine Arts, Service Activities, and more, Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission-true since 1983. Visit org. Life doesn't stop on the weekends, and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzynski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. Isn't crushing candy just boring? Play the hit puzzle game Best Fiends. It's sweeping the nation. Tired of matching candies? Give Best Fiends a try. It's fun, fresh, and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family. Download Best Fiends for free in the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Closing minutes of today's ride home. We're talking about TV uh, because the Emmy Awards came out yesterday, and so I got Mike and I to thinking. Um, we'd love for you to weigh in. Just a couple minutes left at 800-3208. Do you mind pick that up, Mike? I'll just pick it up. For, oh, no, you want to pick it up? You want me to pick it up? All right. All right. We got Beth on the air. Hey, Beth. Welcome in. How are you? Oh, are you there? Hi, I'm yeah. good. How are you? Good. Tell me what you like on TV right now. Um, I love MASH. MASH? MASH is still yes. on TV? Um, you can find it sometimes um, on the Hallmark Channel or like just other odd obscure channels. Wow! And and um, I also love Frasier. Oh my gosh! What that was a <laughs> that was a great show. Uh, absolutely, those two, um, you know, Niles and Frasier and their and their dad relationship as brothers. You know, and they're intellectuals, and their dad was a cop. Oh, I love, and, I love their dad. He he passed away maybe what a year ago. Um, yeah, it was. Recently. Yeah, what a what a yeah. wonder, what a wonderful wonderful actor. Um, that that's great. So Mash, which I had not thought of in I don't know decades, and Frasier, that's a good thing. Thanks, Beth. Appreciate that. Um, Mike, wh- how about you weighing in? I'm going to say all right before I tell you mm-hmm. the name. All right, do you know who Kevin Malone is? No. How about Stanley Hudson? No. How about Jim Halpert? Jim Halpert? Of course I know Jim Halpert. I can't get enough of this. Oh. I just can't. It is so great. I love The Office. Oh, my God. Have you watched the whole thing already? Oh, yeah. Many times. Okay. Okay. See, now, I never saw the end. It'll make you cry. Oh, I... The end will make me cry? Yes. Really? Will yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, this is, I only got up to, I didn't even see Jim and Pam's wedding. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna, I can't see, I can't. That, and what's that season four, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I think it's season four. Okay, so I must have got, I, I think I got all the way up to that point. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. You know what? I had the DVDs and they ran out. I just had the three, right. Is it streaming? It's it's on Netflix. You can watch them all. Okay, I need to go back in. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Jim Halpert, one of my all-time favorite TV oh, characters. Yeah. Okay, who were the other people you brought up? Um, Stanley Hudson. Oh, Stanley, of course. I just didn't know his last name. Kevin Malone. Kevin, of course. Uh, Angela Martin. That was uh, synchro- uh, uh, Scrantonicity. Uh-huh. Sure. The one that uh, dates Dwight. Sure. 
Um, Phyllis Vance. Phyllis. Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Dwight Schrute and oh, Michael Scott. Right. Um, when Jim and Pam first go to the beet farm, remember? <laughs> Dwight's trying to turn it into a B&B. Right. I think that could be my all-time favorite episode. I mean, there are many favorites. It's hard There's to... so many good ones. But, but the, the beet farm it's is the really best. Ep- it's the best show to watch right before bed. It is. It should always last It'll before just make bed. you... Other than being so uncomfortable, you have to be able to live through that so you can get to right. the comedy. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. The conversation continues. Um, I'll put my current favorites up, and I'll put the office up as well. Have yourself a great weekend, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications.